Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast in the world. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. His name is Lawrence Thomas. I see. Hello, sir. Hello. Shut the fuck up, Lawrence, and tell us what this silly little podcast is all about, please. Nathan, this is the show where we get together every week and we discuss something in the realm of pop culture. It could be a movie, could even be a TV show, it could be a video game. But the main thing is that we do so without any of the toxic discourse that is oh so prevalent these days. Uh, How are you? You're, You're a sleepy boy. Oh, Lawrence, it feels good to be back in the Still Got Legs <laughs> studio. The, yeah, the another fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck. I'm literally one fucking job. Ah. Um, uh, hello, we're here. Another happy pod, if another, you're looking for the name. Yeah, yeah, another happy pod. You, fun, fun fact, fun peek behind the curtain, you had to ring me to wake me up to start this episode. <laughs> So it's normally very unlike you that I don't have a Zoom link waiting for me by the time I get to my desk. So I thought because you are a horrible person and are <laughs> late for pretty much everything. If we if we need to schedule something at nine, usually like, you know, I might as well tell you, like, be there a fucking half seven. That's how bad you are for things. <laughs> so uh, but in this case, it was my fault. I i fell asleep I apologize. it's very vindicating when for once it isn't me i must say i hate being late to stuff and are you let down in yourself well yeah but mostly i just feel like i need to go to bed but hey <laughs> you know what we're here we're queer and we're gonna talk about general vias that i wanted to make that work so bad but general vias isn't even in this fucking movie but you know no. what lawrence i don't care what so, okay. Why don't you 
stop me from rambling and say <laughs> something else. Okay, I can do. Nathan, um, we are. Fi- this is a big one for us. We're talking about your. Is this your favorite movie trilogy? No. No? What is? Oh, no, I don't know. I thought that was a clear shot and win. Go on, what is then? Oh, I, I, I don't know because if it was my favorite movie trilogy, I don't like ranking things. You know this about me because it doesn't make sense to me to do that. Um, and and like I I when I think about the Star Wars movies and how I rank them in my head, first of all, uh, that that ranking can change hourly. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like that's that's disastrous first of all, but then like they're all in different places and like sometimes I like the original trilogy more, sometimes I like the sequel trilogy more, sometimes I like the prequel trilogy more. Like it it can change depending on when you speak to me. So like I don't know, I I I I, I don't know. This kickstarted the love, surely. This had to have been the first Star Wars you've seen, or like. From no, this see, trilogy, it it almost technically it almost certainly was the first Star Wars I've seen because my my dad had the the VHS trilogy, um of the the original trilogy, the special edition trilogy. That's how I first watched and fell in love with these movies. Almost certainly would have watched them in order. So kicked off with with this one. Uh, but as a kid. I remember watch. I remember specifically. I didn't actually. We're doing Star Wars, by the way. Hello, Star Wars. Original <laughs> yeah, trilogy, we're we're already in <laughs> A New Hope. I remember. I didn't like watching this movie because it scared me. Okay, for two very specific scenes. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. First of all, spoiler alert. But the Skellingtons on Tatooine, uh, on Luke's Luke's uh, uncle and aunt. Okay, yeah. That scene always creeped me the fuck out. I hated just the sight of that skeleton just face down in the fucking sand and like the smoking corpse and everything like that. It freaked me the fuck out and I hated yeah. it. And then also the uh, the dying ogre on the um, on the Death Star and the trash compactor hated whatever the fuck that slimy little cunt was as well. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So now, yeah. I, I didn't watch it. As my favorite was always Return of the Jedi, um, and still is my favorite of the original trilogy, but. I I that that was the one I remember watching the most. But this one, I was like, it was it was spooky, and I was like, no, nah, I don't like that weird, scary movie. Yeah. So it's surprising. Like the the skeleton face down in the sand, just charred and still smoking, is pretty full on for. A we PG. can talk about it. We'll talk about it. General, all right. General thoughts on this movie up top. Like I know, I mean, I'm. It's safe to say we both really, really, really like it. Surely. Show sure you're working. The stars have aligned for this to exist, I think. All right, this movie stars? as a whole. The stars in that, like... James L. Jones? That, but Mark like... Mark Hamill? Yeah, and that too. Go on, keep naming Carrie them. Fisher? That one too. Um, Harrison Ford? Yes. Peter Mayhew? Yes. Peter Cushing? Yes. Sir Alec Guinness? Yes. Others? He's run out! <laughs> David Prowse, Nathan. Nah. <laughs> oh no! Come on, he's nah. there and he makes a contribution. You can see his eyes. I didn't know this. You can see his eyes quite clearly in some of the shots. Can you? Yeah, in the a lot of the stuff he's it where he's in the Tie Fighter in the end. You can see like that his lenses are kind of tinted red for some reason because it's like the OG Darth Vader suit before they got more money. It's always tinted um, red. It's not tinted red in the the other ones, is it? A little bit, not as much. It's more shiny in the other ones. Yeah, it feel, well, that's because it is newer and yeah. <laughs> not as old and shitted, yeah. Um, no, look, I just, the reason I say the stars have aligned is because, like, this movie 
it, it, it shouldn't have spawned the franchise that is still going like 50 plus years later. Like, yeah. it's, it was thrown together. Pretty much everyone making it, although they put like blood, sweat and tears into it, was thinking that it was just going to fail or kill them in the process of making it from stress. Yeah. Like, it's it's just one of them things where, like, tight deadlines, no money. Um, it's, it's ambitious and it's unorthodox, is my point. Mm. Like, it's 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 it, it's it's a real strange movie that feels like definitely a product of its time, but also way ahead of its time. At the, yeah. At the, at the, like, like, when you watch it now, like, scenes go on for a lot longer yeah. than they do in, like, the sequel trilogy. and But at the same time, it moves way quicker than a movie in the late 70s used to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right, but anyway, what I was saying about the names and stuff, this is like kind of everyone that worked on this is now the the poster person for their industry. Like Phil Tippett, stop motion, and I'm pretty sure he was mainly just kind of starting out with this film. Mm. Um, James Earl Jones then is now like one of the most famous vocal presences ever. Yeah. Um, obviously, George Lucas became fucking George Lucas. Uh, jo- I, was this How big was John Williams at the time of this? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I'm sure he was established. Um, it's not like they they just got any. They just got this. Hey, there's this new up and coming kid in the world of composing. I reckon. I reckon we take a chance on this John Williams guy. You know, like just someone busking on the street, like, yeah. but not even playing an instrument, just waving two sticks around. And they were it like, was just on some like it. fucking California Boulevard, just like. <laughs> Just waving his little stick around, just hoping that some um, orchestra was passing by and was would play music. Um, I'm going to look this up. He recorded the scores of Peter Gunn in 1959, Days of Wine and Roses in 62, Charade in 63. So this is all well before Star Wars, which was yeah 77. Um, so yeah, he was he was definitely around. He was definitely doing stuff. He was definitely known in the industry uh before star wars in in 74 you know he was collabing with spielberg so so yeah definitely no oh in 74 he was with spielberg yeah so oh okay so that's probably that connection then yeah so i think he, he yeah he would have done jaws before um fucking before he did this obviously so so yeah he oh, he was he was a name so yeah all right tell me where, where do you want to go with this because most of my notes are about like the kind of just me in awe that this movie works and i haven't actually got a whole lot of plot stuff i'll be honest i'm mostly relying on you for like character stuff all right well you relied on me for anything for this episode that was your first mistake all right in- including waking up and arriving in- on time for it. exactly i i want i wanted so badly to have notes and be prepared but i cannot stress <laughs> How much I needed a nap, and I fu- I set an alarm and everything. I was supposed to give myself a whole hour and a half so I could get ready for both this podcast and the podcast we're going to record immediately after it. But uh, I fucked up. Anyway, um, I don't know, Lawrence, because I I I I don't have any notes. But if I did, I imagine they would be more um the opposite of yours. Like you're you've gone all your usual can't yourself and like all oh, the fucking cinematography and all this shit and i would have gone yeah i mean it did change movie making forever yeah, fucking, yeah <laughs> fucking all the mise-en-scene and i would and i would have gone for more like the fucking the world building and lore and, and all the, and all my usual bullshit you know what's yeah. that above your door those are some posters what i put posters? up some posters this week why are they those are the ones i didn't want to put up properly that is a picture of 
Um, Daniel Craig in Glass Onion and oh. something to do with the Northman. I do declare. I do declare. Oh no, he's back. He's back and he's in the studio. <laughs> Nathan, stop deflecting. Think about something. This Star Wars is one of your favourite things ever. Tell me why you love it and more specifically this movie. I wasn't deflecting. I was just noticing a thing and I wanted to talk about it. I um, I, I do love Star Wars and this is a Star Wars movie which I enjoy. Here's something. Uh, which version did you watch? Let's kick off this discussion. Uh, the one that is on Disney Plus, but I have seen the McClunky cut. Yes, it was the McClunky yes. cut. Yeah, and I got a note about that. Have you seen the original 1977 theatrical? I have. I've seen the well. I've I've seen the the despecialized edition, which I believe is as close as we can get to. Yeah, that version. Um. Oh. I I don't care about it. I I <laughs> I've never cared for the and, and not in a sense that like oh, I don't care about the theatrical uh, shit or whatever like that. I just people get very angry about the the changes and the special editions and I'm like I look and I'm not going to sit here and say that all the additions to this movie are good because <laughs> that's not the case. And that, yes, there are scenes like more specifically uh, most most uh, noticeably when they go to Moss Eisley and it's just, hey, look at how cool computers are, kids. <laughs> it's like, it's you, like you know when someone first learns how to green screen, they're like, what's <laughs> all of the memes? It's like an MLG compilation. There's yeah. something everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot. It's very overwhelming the senses with <laughs> 90s era CGI. But like, um, I, I, I think... Uh, uh, at least m- a lot of the changes are, are for the better of the movie. And then I know there's this argument about, like, well, it's not the original, you know, it's not pure art and lost media and all that. Fuck, I don't care. I don't know, like, yeah, but oh. it's also, it's George, like, George Lucas made the choice. Like, exactly. it's his film. It's George yeah. Lucas himself making these changes. So I think, like, look, if he wants to tinker and go wild with it, then he, I think he has the right to do that. So. I do, I do think though, like as a as a director anyway, I think George's Lucas, uh, George's is George's is Lucas's. Yeah, <laughs> I do think George Lucas's source is best when it is slightly restricted. Oh, like you're doing this I, Twitter thing. No, again. <laughs> no, but I I think he's 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 one of them directors where like he's got so many cool ideas, but like grounding them is like the part that he's incredible at. But then he sometimes just wants to go a bit beyond. And it's like, it's it's really cool. And he wants to put like Jabba and Boba back in like the original trilogy. So yeah. they, they are, they're there for the whole time. And I'm that I don't give a shit about I do enjoy the shot where where Boba Fett is like, <laughs> and I'm here too. <laughs> because I'm Boba side. Fett. <laughs> he's just, and he doesn't say anything. And he's just no. kind of awkwardly in the corner. Just like, well, that oh. whole, that whole scene is awkward. Cause that whole scene is basically, it's doing the exact same thing. The Greedo scene does. Yeah. It's, it's just the same scene again, but now you've got Jabba, a weird way that Han walks around Jabba. And you've got two <laughs> Greedos in the background, neither of which it... are Greedo apparently. But... <laughs> yeah. I, that's, <laughs> I've got a section, and I thought I'd put more on it, but I didn't. Oh, no, this, and there's two things on it, and it's it's for all of my notes. There's a section called "Stuff I Could Have Done Without," um, okay. and and it's just one is that scene. It's just like 
This no, is a perfectly paced movie. No, it's right? beautiful scene. You need it in there. I, reckon. <laughs> I don't know if you do. I think you do. I think it's beautiful. That, well, <laughs> need is strong, but I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it would be a shame to lose it. I think. I think it'd be a shame because we wouldn't have that god-awful step over and that awkward judder of Harrison Ford being elevated slightly. I know it's funny and I know it looks horrible, <laughs> but yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like there's a charm to it for me now. Like I yeah, I love yeah. that it's so shit <laughs> and it's clearly, you know, clearly was never intended to, to do that at all. But like, I don't know, there's something about that that's just funny for me now. And like, <laughs> e- even the way that, that Han says, Jabba, you're a wonderful human being. Like, that, to that's a big so, slug. Exactly. That's so fucking. And it now has like a double meaning to it. I just, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those weird, charming things, which I, I think would be a shame to lose now at this point. I do I do see what you're saying because it does add, it adds a bit of character and a fun yeah. bit of backstory towards George tinkering away. Yeah. Um, the, 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 one, the other one I, is the one that I genuinely think makes the scene worse. Which one? And it is, and it's the McClunky edition, <laughs> right? And look, I, I, I don't think... care if Greedo says a silly word. I don't care, but it's like the way that little standoff is edited. It's so like back and forth, back and forth. And, well, and this is one thing he says that this is like the tenth version of this scene. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the the whoever shot first scene has gone through many renditions. <laughs> Um, and you can find like a compilation of them all on YouTube. My favorite yeah. is the little the little head tilt to the side one. Why do you like these weird edition? <laughs> these weird little CGI head editions. Because I think they're funny. <laughs> That's why I think they're funny. Um, no, I I look. I is is McClunky necessary? Absolutely not. Is it funny? Fuck yes, it is. It's hilarious to me. The, one of the the last changes that George ever wanted to make to this trilogy, like before he sold it to Disney, like one final change he made was, oh, I'm gonna make Greedo say McClunky before <laughs> before he dies. That was somehow very imperative to and him. The, the one thing I don't get about that as well is it's not even like a shot match. Like no. it. it, it it suddenly just zooms in, or not zooms in, but it cuts in closer, and it's a really like weird shot that doesn't feel like it was ever part of the scene. It feels organic and natural to me. I love it. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. McClunky. McClunky. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love. Yeah, you're right. I do think the idea that he just went back and was like, it's not quite there it's yet. It's not quite perfect. Yeah. This nonsensical one second beat will make it much better, and it does. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what? Well, well, I'm interested to see what else is on your list of complaints and criticisms. No, that, that's it. It's two things. It's the it's the Han and Jabba scene because it does in a movie that is perfectly paced. It, it does yeah. the exact same thing twice. See, I would just... argue out of anything you could. I would have argued all the shit before that, like when they're when they get to Moss Eisley and it's like. And you know, and like there's, and they pull up to the stormtroopers, but then all these CGI droids walk in front of the camera, and everything <laughs> and first a big, of all, like moose thing, a big fucking banther or whatever as well, just crossing the street, and then like, well, I guess we got to look at this now. So <laughs> I guess this is in the way. Yeah. yeah. And then there's all, there's all like fucking droids whirring in the background. It's like an ADHD child's just like imagination. You know, it's just like. 
Nothing can be stationary. There's always got to be things moving and twirling and stuff. That that was going to be on the list, but the reason I didn't put it on this is you have to take it in the form it comes in, and I pro- I I like what it does for like expanding Mos Eisley, and like that, yeah. that shot where like the Luke Speeder is driving through, and you get more of a city rather than just it being like a weird sand hut. Yeah, bar. Um, because they call it a spaceport, and then in the original they just arrive, and it's just like here's a yeah. building. There's like two streets <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I I like the expansion that it does, and unfortunately that does come with a load of weird shit. But you know you have to live with it. Um, what about the scene where they're like, "Luxor droids," and then they're like, "But now there's other stormtroopers in the background." And look at this one get on his camel. Isn't that cool? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, but I was I was distracted by um the one that I think was always there that uh he kind of just pops his head up in frame and holds up like a <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, it's so funny. silly. That's the one who's like Luxor droids, and he's like holding up like a little like a little ring thing or whatever. <laughs> A little gear, I guess. Um, what do you want to What do you want to talk about? Where do you want to go with this? Uh, wherever, man. I'll follow you. All right, follow me. I'd be prepared to mostly be talking about filmmaking stuff then. Well, I'll, I'll squeeze in my lore around whatever. Okay, all right, fair your, enough. Your whatever you're fucking going on about. Um, all right. Well, you look. We spoke about John Williams a little bit already, but I, the the. All score... right, no, fuck you. I'll I'll I'll. Tell you. <laughs> I, I here's why I want to start with. Let's start with the opening because just uh, okay. I was I was quite in awe of just how how good it felt to have that like one thing I always enjoy about Star Wars movies is that that moment of anticipation that and this might sound wanky <laughs> yeah. but like genuinely that like a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and then it's like fade to black and it's oh it's exciting what's gonna happen it's a few seconds of silence and darkness before the explosion of and then the fucking the crawl and everything like that um it's, it's so good so good like fucking and the, and the original version was a little bit different in the you know there was no episode four and new hope and all this sort of stuff but yeah. like <laughs> and it was a little bit faster but uh it's, it's just one of those things now which i i i, I love with a star wars movie or well, i did we might never see it again but you know it's it's good stuff. I enjoy the crawl. It's it's one of them like in it there's a reason it's still happening in any Star Wars movies that come well, out. Well it's not like, though, it's, is it? That's the thing. What no what the dern is. The dern, yeah. da, 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 da. Not really, no, because it's the we don't do the crawl. It's only for Skywalker saga movies, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, but like I mean the ones that came out like less than ten years ago, it's still happening to this like Yeah. Well I guess not to this day, but whenever the last one came out, twenty nineteen, I think it 2019, was. Twenty nineteen, yeah. Do you remember how Jar and Rogue One is though? Like Rogue One feels ah, like they yeah. should they <laughs> should be there, but it's it was just cut. It's <laughs> Rogue One is so upsetting to me in that respect because <laughs> it's just like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then it's just like ah, and now we're here, you know? Yes, yeah. it, it feels I, like I quite it like was it though. There. I like the suddenness no. of Rogue One. I don't. It, it feels like it was there and it was just cut out. Like ugh, yeah, we we don't quite know how to do it. They they've kind of it's a rod for their own back, isn't it? Really? Because now whenever yeah. they don't do it in anything, you're like, hang on. Hang on, something's wrong. Something's up here. They're still trying to um, figure it out, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I yeah, no, I do like that. It's, it's just the ultimate sign of like it, it, it's different, right? It feels like a new, and I don't know what loads of movies were looking like in the seventies and stuff, but like it's a sign that you're in for a slightly different experience. It doesn't open in a way that normal movies open. No, it was very much inspired by the uh, what's this called, Flash Gordon 
like crows and mm, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, yeah, well, previously our hero Flash Gordon was stranded <laughs> on an alien planet where blah blah blah. It's just it's just that, isn't it? But like for you know cinema, basically. Yeah, essentially. Um, I was gonna say uh, with John. I know we already spoke about John Williams a little bit, but the music is something that I know you love. Like often, I'll I'll just call you and you'll be listening to a score in the background or like you know. I think we went to a cinema once and I was like, Nathan, I know this is a Star Wars song, but what song is it? And you just like an encyclopedic knowledge. <laughs> you just turned around and you were like, it's this one from this movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, okay, <laughs> my man understands. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I figured today and like. This is something I hadn't really considered until today because it, it has been a while since I've watched A New Hope. Yeah. Because um, I every night I'll, I'll use it a lot for editing stuff, so I'll find like I scrub through it so often that like I feel like I'm more familiar with it than I should be. But it's been a while since I actually sat down, put it on, and watched the movie start to finish. Yeah. Um, but I think this score is like it's possibly John Williams' best. Yeah. Um, I, I say that his work in Star Wars in general is some of his the best of his entire body of work but like it it does something that i hadn't noticed until today where it, it like it not only works for the individual characters but like given that the characters are all different and like they're they're because they're all different character archetypes right you've got like the hero and the the villain and like the i know leia's not this but her if you were going to put a character archetype to her it'd be like the damsel that yeah. gets rescued um they're all such different character archetypes that they they all have different themes that do different things and diff- and achieve different things. Like you've got the sunset music sequence, which is very like earnest and hopeful. You've got the Imperial March, which is obviously quite threatening and imposing and loud. There's no Imperial and... March in this movie. That oh, what's came. what's the one where he's walking around then, where he like first enters the ship and, and is like, dun, yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah. What's that one? It's that. I don't know the name of it, but it's that. <laughs> don't be humble, Nathan. What's the name? I don't know. Imperial March was um, debuted in Empire Strikes Back. So. Uh, okay. Well, you know, you get yeah. what I'm saying about the music around Vader is still yeah. it's, it's loud and it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think what this score does is like because given all those music pieces are so different, but it still manages to feel like cohesive. It still manages to bring all of it together. Yeah. Like it's such a span of different types of characters and different settings that like it would be an impossible film to make it all feel like it's the same thing i always love the um when they when they break free from the death star and then they're they're chased by the tie fighters and the it's just so exciting and so much fun and just gets you ready for a fun little chase sequence with a with a little dogfight where they're you know, shooting the ships or whatever it's a lot of fun i love that one and then the when the, the blow up the death star it's it's always seemed weird to me this oh yeah this, this piece of music when they when they blow up the death star and it's like it, somehow like the tension of it is built into the music and it's the da, da, oh, i love it da 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 <laughs> yeah da da da, da, da. <laughs> And it's like, when's it coming? When's it coming? Like, when's the explosion coming? It's, it's. I don't know. It's, it's uh, very well done. I think that's that's genuinely one of my favorite fucking like edits of the whole thing. Yeah, because you're ju- you're just there like it's gonna blow up. <laughs> yeah. I saw it go in. It's gonna blow up. When's it blowing up? Um, and it's cut into like the last shot of Tarkin is that of him being like, I'm unsure, and I'm like, a minute ago you were convinced that this wouldn't happen. So what's going on? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, I love that. And I obviously then you've got the um, uh, Luke looking at the sunset, the twin suns, the oh, what's that called? Oh, the force theme. Yeah. I mean, that's probably one of the most iconic movie scenes oh, ever put to film, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so iconic, and and that that's one of the main like. The, I would argue that's probably the the theme that shows up the most in Star Wars. You know, like yeah. if, you, if you hear a Star Wars song, it's probably going to be that one. Do you want to talk about the characters a little bit? I would love nothing more than to talk about some of the characters. This is like once in a lifetime casting, right? Like, yes. You don't get like I mean like the core. Th- mm-hmm. I know you've got like you can talk Chewbacca. about Kenny Baker as artist. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, although saying that Anthony like Anthony Daniels Anthony Anthony Daniels yeah yeah I, it, every single time I watch anything Star Wars I'm like how is there a human man in that yeah, just the smallest man ever it's so tiny but like, like well not the smallest man ever, but like the skinniest man ever basically yeah yeah but even his head feels like it'd be too small like you can yeah. be skinny as anything and still have a normal sized head yeah yeah like you can't lose weight on your skull <laughs> like <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, everyone is great, but like specifically um, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, like they're just... Here's the thing with Anthony Daniels, because I know that's what you was talking about. Um... <laughs> um, I see this pop up on like Twitter every now and again, where like um, people are like, did you know in the original Star Wars, C-3PO actually has a silver leg? And people are like, what? No, I never knew this. And I'm like, I did. Have you ever? Is, is that something you've been aware of? I didn't notice that. When did he have a silver leg? He's got a silver leg all throughout this movie. Has he? Yeah, one of his legs is silver. I've no, hang on, I've got to look up a picture. I he never noticed this. He never noticed this. No, genuinely never. Yeah, one of his legs is silver. It's subtle, I'll tell you that, but yeah. Is it like a, a chromey silver? Yeah, kind of. Oh, it's the bottom part of his leg. Yeah. yeah. His shin downwards. Yeah. I can't say I've ever noticed that before. Well, there you go. You're welcome. And I'm a fool. Is it? Does it? What does it change? Does it go gold? No, uh, no I think it, I think it might be silver from the uh, the whole trilogy. I think. That's insane. Yeah, I'm seeing a picture of him in Empire, and it's silver as well. Yeah. Oh my god! You've <laughs> I've never noticed this. <laughs> Have you not? <laughs> Genuinely never. Oh, there you go. But yes. Anyway, <laughs> all three of them, right? Yes. Um. It, it, it's hard to replicate this level of like natural chemistry that the three of them have, which is nuts considering it's like mm. like a man in his, I'd imagine his thirties with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher was like 20, 19, 20 ish. She was like 19. Yeah. And I've no idea how Mark, Ham- how old Mark Hamill was. I'd say like 25, maybe No, roughly about the same ages. It wasn't that much older than Carrie, like 22, 20. He was a young boy. Okay. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. There's something about it that it feels like they're just, well, like when you look at them, you'd be like, these people would never be mates. Like, yeah. like there's something about them that, and maybe that's just the characters that they play and how good of like actors they are. But I don't know. There's there's them like magnetic to get those scenes. The scenes where there's all three of them in, like the trash compactor scene, like mm. that the way they just they like they just breathe so much life into the movie in general, just by being just bouncing off one another, really. What really came through for me watching this was how fucking whiny and annoying Luke is. 
He's such a little <laughs> bitch in this movie. But he's meant he? to be a little bitch. I know, right? Yeah, I know he is, but he is such a little bitch. Like the whole way through, he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one scene where I'm like, I'm surprised Han didn't just turn around and punch him in the face. Like, <laughs> is when, when they're on the Falcon and they just, uh, I, uh, is it when they arrive at Alderaan or when they're setting off and escaping? I don't know. There's, at some point, and and Luke's just like, what's going on? Where are we? What's what's going on? What's that flashing thing? And he's like reaching out, trying to touch something. And clearly now is not the moment for you to like fucking <laughs> freak out and try to figure out what everything is going on around you. <laughs> it's a very funny scene. It's, it's also very funny. And I know the movie is like, you're supposed mm -hmm. to ignore this, right? You're meant to more focus on the immediate story and like the, the sci-fi components. Yeah. Um, but there's always something that struck me as funny in this movie is when like Leia Leia's entire planet gets blown up. Yeah. And and Luke's like, This old man Yeah. This old man's dead and I knew him for a day. And like <laughs> she's she's putting the blanket on him to like comfort him and she's just lost her entire family and her planet and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. and then they get to is it Yavin Four? Yeah. The base, yeah, they get to Yavin 4 and some old guy's like, I'm so sorry to hear about your planet. And she's like, later, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got we got a war going on here. Yeah. Um, I think Carrie Fisher's the best of all of them in this. Carrie Fisher is so good in this movie. And just the character of Leia, I was really struck watching this. How, like, uh, how just so far ahead of her time that character is and how much, like... Yeah. Like, this movie does not fuck about with, like, oh, the damsel in distress, you know? She, like, she she rescues them. Like, yeah. fucking hell. As that that rescue is going absolutely fucking nowhere. She's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you two idiots? Let me grab this gun off you, first of all. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll solve this one, boys. Don't you fucking worry about this. Yeah. You know? And it's like, so great, man. It, it's so funny that, it, yeah, like, and the, the first thing that happened, and, and it, you know, I don't want to get into this too much at all, but, like, it's very telling that if this character was written today, it wouldn't be one of the greatest characters of all time because people wouldn't let it. Yeah. Because people would scream at it online. Um, it's woke. But, like, yeah, oh, fucking... Yeah. It, the, the, yeah, I'll say no more than the double standard of it is fucking outrageous. Star bizarre. Wars 1977 is too woke. <laughs> yeah, and I've always thought so, too. <laughs> Hollywood is definitely woke, yeah, I definitely haven't just had this opinion since 2015, I yeah. promise. Um, no, but, like, it, it's so funny that Luke comes in and, like, he has the big moment. He even steps into center frame, takes his helmet off. His his hair's looking windswept. He's looking handsome. And he's like, I'm Luke Skywalker and I'm here to rescue you. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she roasts him. She's like, yeah. you're, you're a small man. <laughs> <laughs> you're a small little boy. <laughs> um, but I just, I love that. But there's... Her performance, like, they had to, um, and I've seen, like, her um, audition tape, or I guess, like, a portion of it, or what they've released of it online, mm. um, in, sort of, like, various documentaries and stuff. But, like, she she brings something to it, whereas, like, from the very get-go, I think she understood, Carrie Fisher understood that it was, like, there's a part of her that needs to feel, like, regal and elegant, and there's a part of her that needs to feel, like, straight-laced bureaucrat. Governor Tarkin, I recognised your foul stench when I was brought on board. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's why like the accent <laughs> change has never bothered me because it's a, yeah. that's an act, it's a persona. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and yeah. then the second that she's like just amongst the rebels and she's yeah. just grabbing a gun and she's like, you know, my dad's not here. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking go wild. Jimmy um, Smith, yeah. 
Yeah, he's not here. He's off to Alderaan with his box of puppies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to never be in another movie. Um, but no, she, she's phenomenal. I think um, Harrison Ford especially as well is... is I mean, I mean, it's Harrison Ford. He's just the coolest man ever. He's cool. He's hot. He's got that... He does that great smile where whenever he does it, he's like, oh, you're such a little shit. Well, you're yeah. so handsome. Like, <laughs> I have to me... forgive you because you're simply too sexy. <laughs> you got me twirling my hair and giggling over here. Like, <laughs> stop it. Hon. It, like... it struck me in this that, like, especially at the start of it, like, his character really, I know he's he's developed and everything else since, and he's, he's, his character has gone on a journey. But yeah. he still has, one of my favorite Star Wars movies is The Force Awakens. Yeah. Right? And I love the character of Han Solo in that and what's done with him and how kind of, reluctant mentor he is in that yeah and he's almost the same here like he's still in his 30s he's still got this grumpy old man <laughs> attitude to stuff i mean, that's just harrison ford i think he's always had that <laughs> but that but that's why he's perfect for it like you bring like even like i like i like what uh, oscar isaac does with poe dameron but he was very obviously in in force awakens supposed to be somewhat of a more dutified moral han solo standing the cool pilot yeah right that kind of character but there's an element of him where like he always does feel too polished you need a guy that is like and I, people have said this to death but like you you need in a movie like this that is so hokey and silly and cheaply made and done on the fly where every set feels like it could fall apart a little bit yeah you you need a guy on the mm. inside believing it but also being like this is dumb <laughs> yeah you need when you have alec guinness being like the force is a mystical. <laughs> yeah. It penetrates us, it binds us, it brings. You need someone being like, "The fuck are you talking? This is all bullshit. This is yeah. just give me a good gun and I'll fucking solve the problem, mate. All right, like I don't need any of this." And I think this is this is the dad standing character. This is yeah. the character that like dad sat on the sofa watching this. You know, I can't I can't say what that looked like in 1977. No one like... sat on the sofa watching this. You had to <laughs> no, go they to all a... had Disney Plus. No, Lauren. <laughs> You have to go to your movie theater to see this. All right, but like, I don't know. Whenever it was around, on you pay seventy five cents. You'd sit in the most uncomfortable chair ever, yeah. and then you'd watch your movie, <laughs> akin to like a church pew. Really. Yeah, exactly. Just dreadful. Yeah. Um, but no, but he's the character that I, at least I'd imagine today. Like dads that have never cast their eye over Star Wars once. They, yeah. This would be the reason that they kind of edged and sat on the sofa and were like, "Yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. This is nonsense." And then yeah. by the end of it, when Han Solo's like shooting the Tie Fighters out of the sky, they're like, "Yeah, oh, yeah." yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a great, it's a great comeback. It's a great, like, mm. you know, it's a, it's a great little arc for Han because it's like, no, I'm just the, the, you know, the mercenary. I'm here to do my job, get paid, and then I'm off, kid. I don't care about any of your grander rebellion nonsense. I don't care about the the whole state of the galaxy or anything like that. I'm not the hero. I'm just here to look out for myself and. And fuck you, here I go. But secretly, I am the hero. Because that's Han's thing, man. He He's yeah. always saying, you know, I'm not the good guy. I'm not the hero. I'm just the guy who flies in, does the job, gets paid and goes. But like, no, you're the hero. You're a you good suit boy. Yeah. You you love this shit. You'll never admit it, but you love this shit. You're the hero. And, and here you are doing the hero thing because you just can't resist. Yeah. And I don't even think it's like the admiration of people being like, that guy's a great guy because he actually doesn't. I mean, it's very strong in his like demeanor in general. He doesn't actually give a shit what anyone thinks about him. Yeah, 
at all because i've seen i've seen people say like oh his character like he comes back because he wants the recognition he wants to be the guy that did it and like i don't think that's true at all i think he just wanted it done and we're like these guys are fucking around i think luke luke got to him when he was like oh you're just gonna Mm. take your reward and go and all this stuff and he was like you know he said to him you can make a difference you can help us out and stuff and he was like nah that ain't me kid you know but It's when, it's when Chewie roars at him and he's like, I know what oh, I'm yeah. doing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how funny this was as well. There are some great yeah. Chewie timed roars. Go on, man. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> no, but like, um, there are, there's one specifically that is like after, uh, well, firstly, the, the, the chess one, the, when he like hands behind the back of his head and he's like, it's the, <laughs> the, what is it called? Uh, is it Dejaric? No, it's not Dejaric. Is it? Sabaka's cards, right? Sabaka's cards. Yeah, I have Dejaric in my head, but that might be something else entirely. Yeah, it's Dejaric. You're right. I typed in Hollow Chess, and it's the first thing that came up. On there we go. That's why. See, that was just lodged in there. That was just like Dejaric. Dejaric. <laughs> you're like, that's a word that I know from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. On just before we get off casting, I something I've again never ever noticed um until this watch through. And this, I don't know, like, maybe I'll cut this. This might be a burn on the extras and, like, the, the minor roles actors. Ooh. But, like, no, no, I don't think it is. I think that they've got a look. Um, the the casting of all the extras, specifically um, the point, the reference I'm going to make is the, you know, the boardroom where he's like, yeah. your devotion to that ancient religion, and then he gets choked out. That's it. Don't frighten us with your sorcerous ways, Lord Vader. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do like that there's some moments of this movie where they hadn't quite got the terms down. Like yeah. like Ben Kenobi's called a wizard and yeah. <laughs> like loads of stuff that it's like that's doesn't feel like Star Wars to say. Yeah. Um but I mean, yeah, they call, I mean Luke calls them uh, he, he calls R2 and uh, 3PO robots at one point. I'm like, oh yuck. Yeah. It's not a term we use in this galaxy. Like there's that. a there's Princess Leia as well. Yeah. Princess Leia is uh, is done twice, famously. Mm-hmm. Once by Tarkin, and then once by uh, the the Rebel General. Thank you I... to the thanks to the analysis by Princess Leia with this battle. So no one on set was like, "Come on, man, just we're all saying it like this." That was kind of like an ongoing thing with Star Wars, though. Like, yeah. um, the only example off the top of my head I can think of is Ahsoka, but like. Ahsoka's name is Ahsoka, but then when we had a scene with, um, I think it was in Rebels, where Ian McDermott was playing Palpatine, obviously, and he's like Ashoka Tano. It's just, it's just one of those things where, like, oh, villains, villains will always just mispronounce your name for whatever reason. Like, L- like if Sean Connery was saying it, Ashoka. No, like he was just reading it how it's spelled, really. I mean, I guess, yeah, he's, he's got a fair point. Oh, not really, because the S comes after, but whatever. I, I don't know what it is, the way, the way that Alec Guinness says evil has always made me laugh. Evil, yeah. yeah. Only a master of evil, Darth. Um, but no, anyway, look, um, the, the minor roles actors, right, in that scene, they've all got, like, the, the movie does a lot with a little. It's like, yeah. right, we've got to get, like, six guys in this room to all look menacing and they have to look despicable it's one of the only behind the curtains looks at the empire we get nazi uniforms yeah so well firstly that (laughs) which goes a long way (laughs) nazi uniforms um (laughs) but then like they all look there's all there's something sinister about all of them yeah like like that one guy's got that haircut 
Yeah, you, the fuck, write this, I wrote this down. The ugly haircut that looks insanely creepy. Like, if you know anyone in real life with that haircut, the high chances are that they're a creep. Yeah, sex offender. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I've never ever, I don't know, can I do that? My hair's quite short at the minute. You can't do that, no. No, not that creepy. Um, so one of them's got like a bit of a weird voice. One of them, that the guy that's like, a threat to your battle station or something, whatever his voice is. You know, that, <laughs> okay. you know that guy? No, I don't know which one you mean. One of them's got a weird voice. Tarkin's okay. got like an insanely stern jawline. Like Peter Cushing just looks evil. One of them's Admiral Wolf Ularin from the Clone Wars and later Andor. And is he the one with the white hair? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. The guy in the white He's... jacket. Yes, yes, I know the one you mean yeah. now. Um, but do you get my point that they don't look like normal guys? They all look like evil guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they're all in Nazi uniforms. So. I mean, yeah, maybe it's just the Nazi. <laughs> that definitely helps. I, I, I. What I like about that, and I think it's one of the reasons Rogue One works so well as well, is um, like. I guess there's more praise to Rogue One than this film, but like, there's a chair, there's an empty chair, and you're like, "Ooh, was that fucking um, Ben Mendelsohn's chair? You know, was he supposed to oh, take yeah. his seat at this council, but he wasn't there because he died because he got killed by his own ball of death." Here's something I was thinking of as well. You know how like James L. Jones is? I think he recently said he's retired now as well, and like he, he's like. You know, maybe not probably the best choice for Vader anymore. And you know, he's he's like he's mm. a beautiful voice, like his iconic Vader voice is, well, it's iconic. It's Vader, um, yeah, and it, it's the best there ever was. And I was thinking, I was watching this today, and I was like, do you know who would be a good or who would have been a good Vader? And it's such a shame for a lot of reasons, but such a shame that they recently passed. Andre yeah. Brower. Oh my God, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine recently, and I'm like. Oh, he, well, how has he never done it? He would have done like a That's really so good true. job, I reckon. It's, yeah, because his voice naturally sits in that register anyway. Yeah. Peralta. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that, oh, because he's got a like fucking, he's that, got that a really, voice is like, incredible anyway. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a really poetic way of speaking about him as well. He's, yeah. Some of the best Hulk moments are when he like goes on these weird like poetic rants and stuff. Like, <laughs> I need to get like, uh, I need to edit in some of his Captain Hulk lines. It, Im just imagine like talking. I thought I, I don't know, I, I thought that was your foul stench when I stepped on board and it just cuts to Vader going, Bone! <laughs> How dare you, Detective Diaz? <laughs> but if you're here, who's guarding Hades? <laughs> oh, we, we never spoke about that. Gone too soon. What a yeah. talent. Andre what, what, Brower. One of the best, man. He's so good. That's, that's why I'm rewatching Brooklyn Nine-Nine at the moment. And it's every time he's on screen, I'm like, oh, you really are just one of the greatest. Like, yeah. And like, hadn't time. dabbled in much comedy before. Brooklyn no, Nine -Nine. I mean that's what that's what's so good about him. He's like, he's it's such a he's he's clearly such a like a a great actor, and it's just like this great almost Shakespearean esque performance, but in yeah. the in the silly little goofy propaganda show, which you know, <laughs> it's untapped as well. Because like you yeah. know you know now when you see like Steve Carell in something, you're like, I understand Steve Carell's delivery now. Like it's yeah, it's the, the summer. He's still a 
generational talent. Yeah. But like, it's some of the sheen has washed away because you're like, I've seen The Office like six times. <laughs> He's 20 years old at this point, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, but then like Andre Brower, like, oh man, he had so much more to give in terms yeah. of his comedy. Um, fuck, I'm sad about Andre Brower now. Anyway, what are we doing? This is Star Wars. He was in Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. So. Oh, yeah, and Reed Richards fucking dogs him out. He's like, I was a little nerd and now I'm married to the sexiest woman on the planet and <laughs> yeah. you're taking my orders or something. <laughs> yeah. What an odd. Do you remember in Fantastic movie? Four, just the first one, when they're like, Quick, we got to get to this thing. How will we get there? We can't get through. And then Jessica Alba's like, I know. I'll take off all my clothes <laughs> because I can turn invisible and get through. Whoops, my invisibility slipped. You saw me in my bra. <laughs> anyway, I'm naked now and I'm going to walk through. Okay, I'm through the crowd of people that we couldn't get through and now we're here. Oh, you guys are here too. How did you get here? <laughs> we came across and we also didn't get naked. <laughs> we just walked off camera. <laughs> Yeah, we just went round. But you back. didn't need to see our boobies. <laughs> We're men. It would make no sense for you to see. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It would be ridiculous yeah. if they <laughs> undressed. Oh man, uh, um, sexism. Sexism, indeed. Yeah, especially in the early two thousands too. Yes. Um, incredible stuff. Um, <laughs> I want to talk. Um, if you don't mind about the the editing, this is Lawrence's editing minute. All right, bit sloppy, isn't it? Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's one of the best. Actually, no, I'm going to critique it. I'm going to say it's shit. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, if you if you look at it by like today's standards, then yes, because it's not edited on Final Cut Pro or whatever. You know, it's not like it's it's not like yeah. put together with precision. It, it was it was fucking Mrs. Lucas with a fucking knife and a bit of glue. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, you know it, it's still like incredible like, I'm, just, the, I'm just speaking about like the scene specifically where like oh we gotta close this door but this door doesn't actually close so oh like, yeah, yeah i'll just hold hold position in front of it all right let's put the door in alec guinness don't you fucking move stay still alec guinness we need the shot <laughs> and like, i'm being as still as i can all right i'm, I'm just picturing the day that like i don't know george George brought over to like the little video village where the editors normally camped out, right? Yeah. George, well, probably not in the seventies, no, actually. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it Marsha? Um, is it Marsha Lucas who had it? Uh, I think. Yeah, I think it's Marsha Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. She would have yeah. just like fucking just been in their living room on there with just a bit of like fucking yeah. hot glue gun and and then knife. And she was like, "This is," and George was like, "This isn't such an incredible scene. This is the scene where Luke Skywalker first holds the weapon of his father, right? The lightsaber yeah. that will go on to change the events of the entire galaxy. Yeah, let's get this shot absolutely perfect." And then she's like, "Did no one tell Mark Hamill not to move his head?" Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my God, that sharp left turn of Mark Hamill's head in that scene. <laughs> but um, no, look, the, the editing in this is fucking. It's it's. Not only do I think it's fucking perfect, but I also think it's one of the reasons this movie is where it is, and the yeah, franchise became what it did. Because it's it's famously what saved the movie. Like it was, yeah. This movie was a mess. Like, um, it was just like George just like running all over the world filming like random scenes and stuff. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's all part of my vision. Like, you know, um, uh, but and that's what I mean. Like when he's when George is like as a director he's he's such a good ideas man and he's so yeah. good at executing them and realizing yeah. them but then he needs someone to just go okay it, I mean it's kill your darlings isn't it you need someone yeah. to go bin 
thirty percent of this, and this is perfect. Which clearly George does have a problem with, because then he's like, yeah, because <laughs> then like twenty years later at the time or whatever, he's like, what if I can put this back in? Like, <laughs> yeah. Now that I've divorced Marsha, let me. Put this <laughs> yeah, back maybe in. I can get back into this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's there's like the. The reason I say the editing specifically in this in this movie, even more so than the other Star Wars movies as well, like the the flow of information is so natural, and there's like the, this one scene in particular, um, and that friend of the show and and friend in general, Ben, uh, who has obviously <laughs> Ben from Canada, known editor, Ben right? Kenobi, yeah, uh, oh yeah, it could be him, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> But um, he he taught me something ages and ages ago that was uh, like cut to movement. Like it's yeah. something will always look weird unless you. I mean, not always, but it it helps the seamlessness of a cut if you like. If I'm turning my head in one shot and the next shot my head is still, like it's yeah. just jarring. It's that's that's the thing in your brain that goes off and you go, that was wrong, that felt wrong. Yeah. Um. And he he second the second he showed me that I became better at what I do because of that one piece of advice. And this is like. You see it all over this, like the POV shots of a Jawa looking at um, R2 just sliding across the desert. Yeah. You know, like you see the Jawa hide quickly and it cuts to R2 whose head has already started turning to look and investigate what that noise was. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't fucking like waste any time apart from on the times where, you know, it wasted time is the wrong word, but like it doesn't, if it doesn't need to be there for longer than it is, it it's not like... Yeah, it, it takes moments to like, you know, let Luke look at the sunset and let Luke uh, watch his 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 aunt and uncle's like corpses smoke away. That beautiful moment where he like turns his head and then looks back, and it's that more like resilient moment where he's like, no fuck, forcing this. himself to look, forcing himself to to take in, yeah, what the Empire has done, yeah, in- incredible moment. But like those are the moments you stick with, and then yeah. And then she and like the end half of the movie is like a completely different movie. We spoke earlier about that dun 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 dun, dun. like mm. th- though all those shots of like when the fuck is this thing gonna fucking explode? <laughs> yeah, but like that, yeah, she, genuinely, well, like you say, it's 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 known all over that she largely saved the movie, but just like I think it won the Oscar, and it's like wholly deserved for best editing. It's it's incredible work. As a an editor yourself. Do you think that uh, Caravan of Garbage would be greatly improved if you and Ben edited it old school style, like with, like <laughs> film reel and a knife? I can tell you that if that was the way editing was done, I wouldn't be an editor. <laughs> yeah. What else to talk about? Do you want to talk about set? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And props. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I told you, it's mostly filmmaking stuff I have. <laughs> All right. No, but I, do, I also think, like, well, I'll move away from this in... But, like, so much of my enjoyment from this is my just like that how in awe i am of the fact that this is still going today and how like this movie was almost doomed to fail but set up what is essentially a fucking dynasty of a franchise Hmm. um and like its fan base is like loyal and unwavering like i know it's it's dreadful a lot of the time and i think that they no right you i know i know you and nathan's making a bit of a i'm unsure about that statement face but like (laughs) They still go and see it though, don't they? Like they still, they'll still show up and they'll still watch it. Yeah, in that respect, yes. But yeah, the worst Star Wars fans, they think they're the best Star Wars fans. Yeah. So that, like, my my point, I'm not, I'm not speaking to their character. I'm saying it's still people still show up and it's still one of the biggest things going today. Um, but yeah, genuinely, Mm. like. I, the, the reason, and this this is why I've got so many notes on the the filmmaking stuff of it all. Um, you're a big nerd. Sorry, <laughs> you're a big film nerd. Yeah, but but this is cool. No, do you not like when you watch like Empire of Dreams and stuff? Are you not sat there like this is insane? How this works? when I watch Empire of Dreams? Wait, what's like, it called? Oh, like no, I'm like laughing at you because like oh, I'm always watching Empire of Dreams. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sign no, for my but... nightly viewing of Empire of Dreams. <laughs> but you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, once like six years ago or whatever. <laughs> when I watched saying... Empire of Dreams. That was very funny. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, honey, put on Empire of Dreams. <laughs> uh, it's no, Christmas. But like... let's, let's get our annual viewing in of Empire of Dreams, kids. Come all on. Right, no, all right, no, but like in a. In a in all right in less of a like a, a an old timey context like I presume you watch like I don't know what they're called but like the making of Mandalorian stuff and like I'm pretty Gallery. sure Ahsoka had like a yeah yeah and Ahsoka had like a a thing where it had a making of right as well I don't know if Ahsoka has come out yeah if it has I haven't watched it yet I think I saw I saw something on Disney Plus earlier that was like Master and Apprentice or something it was called that was a little bit different that was oh okay. That came out like while Ahsoka was on. Oh, I see. All right. Well, look, my my point is, that I just think like, I don't know. They, they, I said earlier that they do a lot with a little, and I think that this is like, this is the movie where it shows the most. You know, what I mean, they're like, we need a planet. Let's just go to a desert somewhere. We'll leave a big yeah, and we'll leave we'll leave a big fucking skeleton there yeah. <laughs> for like fifty years, and it can stay there, whatever. Um, but they like. You know, a desert is a desert. We we're all familiar with what a desert is. Yeah. But then, like, you slap a fucking speeder there, or like a weird Jawa Land Cruiser, and you're suddenly like, "This is a different planet," and I believe this. Yeah. Like it, they do. I don't know, just their set design and their prop department and everything. Like they do such a good job. Like Han Solo's blaster, immediately iconic. Like, and that's just a, a the shape of a gun, so we understand what it is. Yeah. But it's like it's I I I would assume I don't know this for a fact, but I'd assume it's just a bunch of fucking tubes glued together, right? <laughs> like yeah, the lightsaber—it's literally just like fucking like a a camera light, like mm. 
a few pieces of a camera light just like put together and like that's that's why you can like still get like those old-fashioned cameras with the the light and it looks exactly like fucking luke skywalker's lightsaber because like <laughs> they didn't change it that much they just added some like some like you know like star wars-esque you know elements for lack of a better term to it and like yeah. here it is but yeah it's very clearly that's what it is and that that's like also the stuff that they add to it like it's it's all simplified just for like visual comprehension like you yeah know, this is such a i don't know if they knew this at the time but this is a movie that fucking moves like this is there's so much plot in two hours of movie yeah um that like it gets like you look on the buttons on the doors and it's like it's a prison door so there's red markings on it and it's yeah. like oh yeah red is like you're the bad guys i understand that yeah oh luke, luke's lightsaber is blue he's a good guy i get that like it's 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 all sorts like that and like even down to like the 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 effects designs of um you know the the guy that's like thanks to this information from princess leah yeah like, and then it, and he shows the little presentation and like you could show that to a child and the child would understand that that thing is bomb makes thing go boom yeah like it's all it's all so well designed you know the, oh the, the pretty soon the death star will be in range and it's just like a feels like a pie chart that's almost reached its filling quota like it's all designed in such a fucking clever way it, like you i'm pretty like there's a part of you that like you'd have a weird time of it but you could grasp and maybe george lucas has said something to this effect I'm, i think he might have done i think that's probably where i've heard it from is like you could watch this without without dialogue you could this is the the story is so visual mm. that like you kind of grasp the point of everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know, man. I just think this, this shit is fucking like, it, it's so fucking cool. Like when you think that the props, like you say, the props department were working with like, you know, it's a, they're on a movie set and they go, what have we got? We've got this old camera. There we go. It's the main good guy's weapon. Yeah. Like it, like it's ingenious. And like, I love the idea that they're all sat there, you know, Phil Tippett and his stop motion team are sat there. And I, I don't know the, the the model maker the main model maker guy um and then is it ben burt is the sound guy no idea i I've, I've, i know all this because i've seen i've seen so many documentaries on like the making of this fucking thing you're always watching empire of dreams yeah it's, it's true it's my nightly watch <laughs> yeah um I don't know, it's not even to fall asleep i watch it to its completion <laughs> and then i go to bed um but like they're all i said earlier they're all at the top of their game like fucking that like that lightsaber sound effect, right? Incredible. The um, even like the sliding and opening of doors sounds great. The, mm. the the noise that's always stuck with me. Maybe you have your own Star Wars noise. Um, the the one that I love, the sound effect I probably love the most, is when you know they go, "You may fire when ready," and they pull the lever on the Death Star, and it goes. I do love that. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I also just... I also just flat out love that. You may fire when ready. Yeah, oh, every time he says it, it's so eerie. Yeah, creepy. Concussion, one of the best. Yeah, one of the exactly. best uh, uh, Doctor Who's, kind of, as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget about that. In that weird, like, movie, uh, well, series of movies sort of things. Uh, with Ben Cribbins, actually. Ben Cribbins was in one of them. Is he? Yeah, he was in one of them, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. How did I not know that? That seems like something I'd have known. Seems like something you should know, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fool. Rowan Atkinson also played 
In like a Children in Need thing? In a, no, in a comic relief sketch. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Written by Stephen Moffat, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking small world in Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. There you are. Um, what else? You got anything else to say on this? I love the space wizards and all this weird stuff. That's <laughs> what yeah. I love. Um, no, like one of the things I did want to say is like, <clears throat> like you, when you talk about it, like almost being like a miracle in like how it turned out and stuff and how it like, you know, it, it was essentially just thrown together, just one madman's fucking ramblings and incoherent thoughts all come together to form this uh, strange little package that is Star yeah. Wars. Uh, I I I always think about like how it's it's so the, there's little details about this movie which like at the time meant nothing because Star Wars the franchise wasn't a thing it wasn't decided you know Vader was not Luke's father and all this sort of stuff yeah, but there's sure. there's little details and things which like really fucking make all that stuff work though and it's yeah. so mind-blowing and it's so impossible that it does work like there's a moment where like um where like luke says to to ben like they're talking about his father like you you know my father who was he and then like ben has this like little look on his face like a little <laughs> yeah. oh uh, he was a, you know he was a good jedi knight and all this sort of stuff and you know vader killed your father and all this sort of stuff he has like a look like Oh, this isn't quite true, but you know, it's it's the do, story. Do you I'm... reckon that's George leaving something? Because I know he didn't know, and no, none of those decisions had been made. Obviously, like he he, he thought that he was probably going to die of a heart attack after this movie. He wasn't. There weren't plans for more until it, this even came out. Yeah. Like, do you reckon there's a part of him that left some of those lines in and slightly ambiguous because he wanted to hint at a larger world, even if he didn't know what it was? Or do you reckon it's I... just pure consequential luck? I think I think most of it is pure con, con, uh, whatever you said luck. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I do. I think it's pure luck because, like I said, Star Wars was was never made with a sequel in mind. It was never made with like mm. you know big franchise potential. Because first of all, that didn't exist in the seventies. But like it was never. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it it was never made to be more than this. I, I'm sure George was thinking about sequels, and you know we and like. That there was like Splinter in the Mind's Eye, which was like the, the the book, which um was like you know if it ever does get a sequel, let's do this, and then they're like, let's not, let's do something else entirely, and they did, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um and and yeah, there's like uh, I I do I I think it's like just just look at this um like another example is um like when um luke's having dinner and he like gets annoyed that he, he has to stick around on tatooine and he can't go off to join the empire <laughs> we always brush over that don't we oh yeah <laughs> it's so true yeah. <laughs> he just wants to go join the academy <laughs> okay hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah um and then uh, like he like storms off or whatever and um baru's like Oh, you know, there's too much of his father in him. And, like, Joel Kinnaman, who's not Joel Kinnaman, is like, yeah, that's what I'm worried about, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Joel Kin not Joel Kinnaman. Who am I thinking of? Oh, uh, Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton, yeah. Yeah. I was, I, you can blame me for that, too. I was agreeing with you. I was yeah. like, yeah, that sounds about right. It's because we speak about Joel Kinnaman on the moon all the time. Joel, the like, yeah, Joel Kinnaman on the moon. That's why. 
<laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. Joel Kinnaman's on a moon or he's, a planet. It's true. He's on a moon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's a, there are a few of those moments. What's I'm trying to think of another one. Um, uh, oh fuck. There's uh, there, there's a lot of Vader is, stuff. There is a lot of Vader stuff, and I think some of it has been like enhanced by what has come after. Like I think the Kenobi yeah. show really fucking makes some moments in this seem beautiful and even more like fucking like there's that that look on obi-wan's face before he before he like just drops into fucking thin air and stuff when he like sees luke and Leia together you know oh it's, i thought about you when that moment happened i was yeah. like oh, i know Lathan loves this but i do i do i do <laughs> yeah, love yeah. it um yeah yeah, yeah that's because um if 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 you haven't i don't know when we last spoke about it but that's because he get he, it's him seeing the twins reunited seeing them together again. yeah Brother yeah. and sister reunited. Which, which yeah. you know, whilst filming was nothing. It was exactly. Just it wasn't going... a thing. Very clearly, Luke is like, oh, I fancy this girl. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think? That, that's part of the humor I was, I was saying as well. Like, that I'd never picked up on it again before, where, like, that moment where, like, Han's like, yeah, I'm not interested. And Luke's yeah. like, I might be a bit interested, and and then he's and then looks like and then Han goes like, um, "What do you think, a what, princess and a guy like me? and a and a wee little guy like me?" <laughs> like, and Luke's like, "No, no, I don't actually. No, yeah, I think Stop that would that. be insane, frankly, yeah. Han. I think that's so unlikely. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that that is that is very very fun. Um, yeah, oh god, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other stuff because this is this is Star Wars. I've got a bunch of little things. I think mean, one of the biggest ones is the fact that. Fuck it! It's a miracle that Vader doesn't die in this movie. Yeah, right. like, yeah, because like it's it's vague enough that like his ship was blown off, and he's like, "What?" And then he, you know, just like blasts off into like fucking into space or whatever, and you know, we didn't see a ship explode or anything like that. <laughs> so it's it really is a miracle that they didn't fucking put in that effect or whatever. So yeah. now we we can have him come back and stuff. Oh, can you imagine? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they could have hand waved it, couldn't they? Like he was, nah, he was damaged, and he, he was, was recovered from the yeah. from a wreck or something. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, his mask still had oxygen in it, and he survived worse. But yeah, <laughs> he has. He survived having multiple limbs removed. <laughs> exactly, burning. You know, <laughs> everything. Um. So yeah. What do you think of um? Because Darth Vader's. I don't know too much about this, but I know that Darth Vader's suit is a bit different in this, isn't it? It is a bit different, yeah. Um, it's like, it's just like not as like expensive as like you know, because obviously you didn't have the budget Empire and Return of the Jedi did, um, so they could spend a bit more money and just make it look a bit like more sleeker and stuff. It's like a little bit shinier, but I don't yeah. know. I, I, there's, there's something about like the the more like matte and like also almost like dirty version of Vader. You know, it's yeah, a bit yeah. like untidy and a bit like. Gruff, Feels like he's been almost. busy and in the trenches, yeah. getting getting busy killing people and stuff. Well, yeah. I, again, like this is like enhanced by what's come after it. But like he was doing Rogue One like thirty seconds ago. Yes, true. He? He, was, <laughs> he was slaughtering like a room full of fucking rebellion soldiers, and then <laughs> and, and, and I think it just makes it funny when like Princess Leia is like, "We're a diplomatic ship from Alderaan," you know? Like, uh, yeah. motherfucker, I saw you. I was there. <laughs> all right, you're lying to my face. Okay? <laughs> I just killed all your men. All right, so don't tell me that you're on a fucking diplomatic mission, Your Highness. All right? <laughs> I just watched you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I you saw this happen. Little shit. <laughs> yeah. I do um I do like that though. Like the um 
the intro of this is something I noticed as well, and I've never really thought of it. And I know it's an ongoing joke that like stormtroopers, you know, have dog shit aim, and they're like only imperial stormtroopers <laughs> are so yeah. precise. Yeah, they're they're you know we're supposed to believe they're the most elite fighting force ever conceived, but they're yeah. just a bunch of fucking idiots in helmets running yeah. around. Um, well, the one thing I really liked about this is that the do you remember the rebels... when Ted Lasso was a stormtrooper and he was trying to shoot that can? Wait, what? What? When did this happen? In uh, Mandalorian, when um, he played the... Uh, was that Jason Sudeikis? Yeah, J- he played the one who punched Grogu. Yeah. Fucking... I didn't know that. Did you know? Yeah, it's Jason. Every... I don't know if it was him. It's, it's his voice. I don't know if it was him in the suit, but it was it was a voice. That was... Because um, I know that um, Daniel Craig was one in Rogue... Uh, not in Rogue One, in He in was Force in Awakens. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, he's the one that raiders the, the Jedi mind trick on. And apparently isn't one of the... One of the Prince boys, one of them, Prince Harry or William or a Stormtrooper or something. I think that's in The Last Jedi, yeah. But maybe yeah. that was cut. There was the... Uh, Tom Hardy was one in The Last Jedi, but that was cut as well. It was a... I think they should have been... Um, There's a very funny the... deleted scene, though, the one with Tom Hardy, because it's like... It's the most, like, Texan Stormtrooper you've ever seen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he sees... I think he sees, like, Finn. He's like, don't I know you from somewhere, boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it his mate from the lift or something? Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. He's like, FN2187? <laughs> oh, FN shit! FN2187. <laughs> and then Finn has to be like, like, uh, Imperial officer and be like, you don't know me. I'm I'm above your rank now. And all yeah, this stuff. shut up. <laughs> yeah. I, um, good stuff. We spoke about this in our um, Jedi Survivor one, but like, mm. Stormtroopers, and I think they've changed. It's not so blatant in this one but they've since become just like like it's not just one guy that does the voice for all the stormtroopers but they have to pull off this specific american cadence uh, there's, there's something about the stormtrooper voice which is it inherently lends itself to comedy i think yeah i yeah. think there's just something there's, there's a moment in this i love i always love seeing it it's like when it's on the death star when like uh r2 and 3po are just like coming out of that little office they locked themselves in and they're like yeah. uh, and they're like oh they went that way or whatever and then they all go but then there's one stormtrooper left still behind just standing guard and 3PO has that fun little moment where he's like oh and then just sees the guard he's like I'm gonna take my counterpart here to maintenance but then the stormtrooper's just like alright alright <laughs> yeah just like I don't care man just just go just whatever but it's just the flat like alright just, it, it, it doesn't it like the, the whole point of it like you know the jedi mind trick is like stormtroopers are fucking dumb. dumb basically yeah, yeah. yeah. like and i like <laughs> the the one um the bit that gets me is always um in the for- again i know we're supposed to be talking about this movie but it's in the force awakens when he goes ray goes like and you'll drop your weapon on the floor and he goes and no, i'll drop my, drop weapon. my weapon yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good. yeah it's very very good ben uh, blank no, himself yeah, exactly, Benoit Blanc. And um, I'll drop my weapon. Oh, he's back. <laughs> he's here again. He's back, everyone. Um, <sighs> no, but the, re- the reason I bring them up anyway is because it's, it's such a funny opening when you look at, like, it's this war could go either way because both fighting forces are just fucking dreadful. Like, <laughs> the rebels are all taking cover behind nothing mm. in an open hallway. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, and some of them are like some of them are slightly angled and they're like, this will make it harder and I'm like, you're still extremely exposed. Um, I do I do love those those opening shots of various mustachioed men 
just the, oh. the most seventies men you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, so, they're so seventies. Everyone's got a weird big mustache and everything. <laughs> they're all just giving each other looks as they hide behind literally nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I like that they've kept that up as well. Like when it's, yeah. when you do see um, like members of the Rebel Alliance in like newer Star Wars things, a lot of the time they will cast older, um, and they and they will give them this mm. kind of you know a little quiff, a slick back seventies mustache or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, I like that. It's part of the magic, isn't it? Like, I I never want to be in Star Wars like in like an acting <laughs> role or anything like that. But my yeah. dream, if I had to be in it, because you know I'm head on it or whatever. But yeah. like if I if I had to be, <laughs> we my, just need to have Nate. Yeah, my dream cameo is like a sort of like a, a X wing pilot something like that, just a big mustachioed. Just give me a big <laughs> fake seventies mustache and let me sit in a cockpit and just like yeah fly and like look around. They're all over me and like this kind of stuff, you know. And then just I'll have be, like a bad green screen explosion yeah, blow you out. I'll of the be sky. Porkins' son. That's who I'll be. <laughs> I'll be Porkins Junior. Well, there's a chat they love returning characters and connections. So there's the legacy a... of Porkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd take one of those gigs as well. Just sat in a cockpit and being like, ah, or just like having one random line of being like, I'm I'm close to you. That's all I'm... Dave Filoni does. Every now and then, he'll yeah. pop up in an X-wing. <laughs> be like, I'm and then he'll be to... then he'll be Chopper in another X-wing or something yeah. as well. Um. But yeah, no, I, I like that. And it, it, the second that little shootout goes to shit, the second the stormtroopers are through the door, they are just both forces are all over the shop. I watched one specific yeah. stormtrooper where he like <laughs> goes, a, he runs around the body of a dead rebel and then like steps <laughs> over one and like peeks his head around the little door frame and then he's holding his blaster with like one hand and he's like, ba bow, ba and it's like, how are you? You weren't trained by anyone. I would be better with a gun than you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone in this movie was like trained how to use a weapon. Like, no, not a chance. Look, yeah. look at the way, you, like when the the stormtroopers arrive at the hangar on uh, Tatooine, where Han is, <laughs> and just the way he's like, he's, he's like flying his wrist about everywhere as he yeah. as he's just wildly flailing about as he shoots the troopers. Very funny. <laughs> I am um, speaking of Han. I love the uh, the moment where they go. Um, uh, what was it? Han is still trying for a second to keep up with the bravado of Chewie as a prisoner. And yeah. when, when Chewie gets fucked off and he's like, this obviously isn't working, let's just kill him. He's right? loose. Yeah, and he, he goes, he's loose! And it's, and like, it, it's not fooling anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one, of my, um, one of my favorite memes, I, th- I think about it all the time, and I thought about it today when I was watching this, and I must have seen it like 10, 15 years ago at this point, but it sticks in my head. <laughs> It's just a, it's so stupid, but it's just a picture of like, it, like a, I guess like a stock image of like people in a kitchen preparing food, but then like someone's like like imposed uh, Luke and Han's face over them, and then just the you know the big obnoxious meme font like bottom top text oh, font. Yeah. So <laughs> someone's put Luke, we're gonna have company, and that's it. That's the whole. The Luke, we're gonna have company, and they're like making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not even a meme that's just that is a, a fun- meme that's so funny look we're gonna have company <laughs> I mean fair enough yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to me um, 
Mm-hmm. Right, do you want to? I've got, I don't know how many you've got, but mate, you might be able to think of some on the fly. Um, I've got some little things. We can go one for one. I'd love to. All right, I will start to give you a moment to think of your first little thing. All right, beautiful. Incredible. Um, there's a there's a fun little sequence in there. I don't know if this is saying anything at all. I think it was just a little thing that amused me. Um, where C3PO goes, I hate Jawas, they're disgusting. And then <laughs> I, I noticed this today, yeah. Yeah, and then not five seconds ago, he was just throwing them on a pile of burning ash. Like He was, <laughs> yeah. he was just, just laying them to rest, but the way he dropped one of the Jawas was like, it was more of like a, Ugh, get off. <laughs> it's, it's like that scene in the, in the Last of Us. Where Joel is, like, where they're, they're burning like kids' corpses or whatever. Yeah, and Tess physically can't bring herself to do it. And Joel's just like, yeet. Anyway, one of your little things, please. Um, David Prowse famously um, thought he was going to do the voice of Vader, which will always be funny to me. Um, I mean, it's not funny the way he was just like, you know... Ousted and yeah, like he was he was kind of tripped by sh- like shit by everyone. Um, yeah, and, and he wanted and nothing no more cool. than to just like just be like, hey, I did this, and yeah. they're like, we know you did, but still fuck off. And he loved Star Wars until the day I the day he died, and was like, uh. he was always at conventions and everything like that, and he he had nothing but love for it, but like he was famously just horribly treated for it. But it is very funny watching those like behind the scenes like videos where you just hear there's like that this weird like scottish accent coming out of vega it's, <laughs> yeah it's very fun i enjoy that it is very very good yeah um oh man poor david prowse man. yeah poor david prowse rest in yeah. peace to a big boy indeed um something i picked up on today uh the opening crawl yes. has an ellipsis at the end i can't remember what the last sentence is right uh, yes but it has a three dot thing at the end. It's four dots. Yeah. Exactly. And this is my thing. Yeah. It's four dots. Yeah. And and that's like, like a staple of Star Wars opening crawls, by the way. So it's all. It's of always them four. F- yeah, it's always four. Yeah. I thought I was sat there like I've, I'm the first person that's <laughs> noticed this grammatical error. In Lawrence Star Wars. has uncovered an error in Star Wars. He's <laughs> no, the first like... person to ever notice this. <laughs> but I looked, I looked it up, and a four dots is apparently only used when you're trailing off from a quote and then you're going to pick it back up or like a yeah. point um so is it incorrect or is it just their way of being like oh it's galaxy far far away we use four dots here what no, is it uh, it's one of those things where it probably was incorrect but now they're like no it's the law <laughs> like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's star wars it's all part of the law and <laughs> it's a staple of the franchise but like, it's just it was, rare that you see them write down notes to each other <laughs> yeah it was almost certainly just incorrect but yeah yeah so is it always it's always four now going forward uh yeah it's it's well in the look, look at all the opening crawls you'll see it next week when we do empire but yeah it's it's the four dots there as well okay yeah. <laughs> ellipsis talk everyone <laughs> uh a, a note from you a little thing from you please um oh um here's some when the uh, the the trench run on the death star uh great scene okay all, mm. all that stuff i i always uh i always love one thing that's always stuck in my mind ever since i saw it as a kid was stay on target but there i love me stay on target it's that <laughs> yeah, little yeah. <laughs> great moment um where do you think the trench of the death star is like when they go in that trench what is that i i don't know if this is right at all okay but i picture it as like 
the the center of the Death Star. That's what a lot of people see it as. Like when you see the Death Star, it's got like that line for the middle of it. Yeah, going around. Yeah. yeah, that's what uh, most people assume is the trench, which is incorrect, Lawrence. Oh, You're okay. Wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Right. Uh, okay. It's actually more towards the top. It's like there's like a, a trench just like around the top of it. Anyway. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because so. then it goes down. Yeah. Yeah. If it went, if it went into, if it if it was in the middle, it would be like yeah. you're shooting sideways to go in. Well, it depends on like which. I mean, it's fucking. It's a planet. So yeah, <laughs> like, it's a big ball in space. Like, yeah. It depends on which way you're looking at it, really. Have you seen that? Um, I can't remember who it was. It might have been an Adult Swim thing. It feels like a, something they do, or it might have been someone else. Um, it might have even been an old. Remember those old college humor skits? No. Oh well, there was. I remember seeing one that was like Darth Vader was like he ordered like a coffee, and he he told this his like assistant stormtrooper that he needed a coffee, and the joke was that he kept getting the coffee order wrong, and the coffee shop was on the other side of the Death Star, so it would take him like three years to run back and forward to give <laughs> to bring Darth Vader his coffee. It's a very funny little sketch. <laughs> the only um. Is it Robot Chicken? Yeah, that's Adult Swim yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only, like, one of those style of sketches I know is the um, the uh, the Palpatine on the escalator one, where it's like, Stormtrooper! You know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stormtrooper! 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 By the end of it, she's going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> it's very very good yeah because we'll my lord my lord yeah <laughs> my lord uh you seen the was up one where the emperor's bored and he just rings his mates and goes <laughs> no have you seen um oh, this is going back i think this is like pre-youtube but it was like a a video i always used to watch back in the day um star wars gangster rap I don't know. <laughs> I've, well, I feel like it rings a bell, but I've never seen it. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Um, uh, it was a it was a little animation to it, which you know is very funny. But I'll uh, I'll play it now for you if I can find it. We got Death Star. 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 Star Wars gangster rap walked so that Darth Vader versus Adolf Hitler 4 could run or something. <laughs> however many they're up to now. <laughs> I think there was three. I think there was only three of them. But I think the point is that they shouldn't have made one. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. I think mean, those are great. Oh, there's, some, there's some choice things that I don't think they would so liberally throw around now. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's Hitler. I know, but he's not he's not a nice guy, Lawrence. I'm he's saying it would gonna... take a lot it he's would take a lot gonna... of money to dress me up as Adolf Hitler and say certain things on the internet. Lawrence, it's a role. Are you like come on? Are you saying anyone who's played Hitler in a movie is problematic because they played yes. Hitler? Yes, they're all dreadful people. I think that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a little thing of my own um, is that you they mm. I like that when you first see Chewie, the first ever shot of Chewie in Star Wars, you think he's yeah. just one of the little weirdos in the Moss Eisley roundup. Yeah. Um, you kind of you get like a sweeping glance over him, and then it's like I don't know onto the next weird squid or something in the corner. Yeah. Um, and the the uh, the fucking the the uh, the 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 jazz musicians that are all wearing their turtlenecks. Jizz. <laughs> Excuse me. Jizz. <laughs> you come again. It's jizz. It's not jazz. It's jizz. <laughs> In I Star don't... Wars universe, this music, <laughs> it's called Jizz. Okay. You think I'm joking? I'm not. It's very it's established. The thing is, I, you're, you're not. No. I wish you were. <laughs> no. That's what it's called. Oh, no. Well, that's no good. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Oh, boys, should we do some Jizz tonight? <laughs> Fuck it, no. Um, My next little thing is that... Um, most of the interior shots of the Falcon cockpit are incorrect. No, <laughs> I like you're like no, they're wrong. As in, they're, I guess they're right until they're wrong. No, they're they're incorrect. They're like, How do you mean? Because like the 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 interior of the co- of the Falcon cockpit doesn't match the exterior. In like the, oh, I the, see, right. Yeah. The layout of the windows is like um, basically you know how like they have like the little lines on the windows sort of thing. Yeah, uh, like it's the it's the big circle window, and it's got like a little arch over it. Like, pull up an image of the Falcon now, you'll see what I'm talking about. And there's like the over the window, there's like this like semicircle over the main one, which is separated into four parts, and that's how it looks from the outside. But yeah. on the interior of the cockpit in a New Hope, that like middle line isn't there, uh, so it's just like three parts basically. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So. Incorrect. <laughs> Oversight on their part. <laughs> L on George Lucas. It's, it's a, it feels like a quaint cockpit in general, right? I feel like that cockpit <sighs> gets bigger and bigger with each movie. No, no, it's the same. Does it? Is this? Yeah. I feel like in Force Awakens, it's fucking like at least no. a twice as big. No. <laughs> no, definitely not twice as big. Well, not all right, but at least bigger. No, I don't think so. No, it's pretty much consistent. Oh, fair enough. Whenever I talk about the Millennium Falcon, I always um, am reminded of that fun anecdote where, like, Ryan Johnson said in an interview, like, he just loved every morning he'd go and have his morning coffee on the Millennium Falcon pilot seat. Mm. And he'd sit there and with it, like, his first AD would sit in, the, in like, the, the chewy seat in the in the yeah. second, the co-pilot seat. And they'd just be like, we're on the Millennium Falcon. That'd be very cool. That'd be very, I, very, I also, very cool. like, there's there's, like... No logical way for the layout of the Millennium Falcon to make sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything we've seen of the Millennium Falcon does not match up to how it could possibly <laughs> like work at all. Um, which is very fun. Um, we didn't speak yeah. about that design at all. That's an incredible ship design. Incredible ship design. Yeah, and and like so, as Solo has just made it better for me because like in the. 10 years or whatever that Harness had this ship. What the fuck has he done to it? Because it was like, it was so like pristine and clean when like Lando had it and it's like all shiny and glossy. And then like, yeah. it's just this. 
big like hunger <laughs> junkie. <laughs> you know, it's so like when dirty. you you know when you first move into a new place and you're like, wow, yeah. all this space and look at this shiny flooring or this nice carpet. Yeah. And then you then you live there for six months and you're like, what have I what have I done? <laughs> He's never place. once hoovered or anything. No. <laughs> yeah. Chewy's hair just molting everywhere all seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. My final little thing. Um, all right. Is Obi-Wan, and this is a question, this is interactive, um, is Obi-Wan a bad haggler or is there a reason I just didn't pick up on why he's like, Han's like, it'll cost you 10 and he's like, how's 17? Does that work? Well, they just want to get there, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but he almost doubles but, the price. Yeah, but, but yeah, but like, he doesn't have 10. Uh, I see, I see. He has, he, if like he's saying 10, he's like, well, I don't have that, but I can give you two now. Which we do have once this kind of here sells his speeder, yeah, and then we'll, and then we'll give you the rest. So it, it's a bargain. It's like you're inconvenienced. So yeah. he's a little bit upfront, but with a promise of more. I understand now. Yeah, yeah, you idiot. So he's not a terrible haggler. I, st- no. I mean, I still feel like he could have gone fifteen. He did. Seventeen's a big old leap. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, uh, have you got anything else to say about Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope? Uh, it's very cool. It's a very good movie. I enjoy it like a, I enjoy it a lot. It ends with a wedding. Uh, um, it does end with a, with a strange wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely thought it was a wedding when I was a kid. Really? Um, genuinely. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad these two have reconciled and are in love. <laughs> genuinely. So, and Chewie's the best man. Exactly. It's so phrased like a wedding. It's yeah, so it wedding is. coded that scene. Like how how can you not think it, there's a woman in a white dress? There's uh, a they big. They walk down uh, the aisle. They walk down the aisle. There's a big ceremony. Chewbacca <laughs> roars. Everyone cheers when they have a kiss. Maybe that didn't happen. But, you know, <laughs> there's a big wedding between Han and Luke. And, and I love that, frankly. Luke's wearing his Sunday best. He's got his yellow jacket on. Luke's wearing his best outfit in Star Well, no, Luke's wearing his second best outfit in Star Wars. And it's a tragedy. We never see it again. <laughs> What's his first best? The the all black with the Chanel. Oh, boots. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Forget that, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, Luke Luke's wearing his all best, his second best outfit of the whole um mm. of the whole era. And then um Han Solo's just basically done his top button up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing the exact same thing, but he's he's put his grizzly chest hair away and that's about I, it. I don't like that Han Solo look with the, the with the shirt closed. It doesn't look yeah. great. It does look strange. You wanna see yeah. it's Harrison Ford. Get his little yeah. chest out. Yeah, you Get your chest out, Harrison. Give us yeah. what we want to see. Come on, mate. Give the people <laughs> what they want. Yeah. I still um, haven't seen Dime of Destiny. I'm thinking at this point, I'm just going to wait until we do it. Oh, please do wait, because you're close yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, we're not. We're the better part of a year away. But we're like half a year away. I can <laughs> see it on the schedule. Yeah, all right. But it's been, it must have been about half a year since it came out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you yeah. can wait another <laughs> another this amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nathan, do you want to do recommendations? Sure. Do you want me to do the intro to recommendations yeah. slowly for you to think of one? Well, I want you to do that, and then I want you to do your recommendations. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, all this talk of recommendations, Nathan, it is time mm. for me to tell everyone what that is. Oh, actually, no, I have one. You can go whenever. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, this is the point in the show where we recommend something to each other and to you, our faithful listeners. It could be something we've watched. It could be something we've read, listened to, experienced, or just something we've done in the past week that we are just itching to share with each other and to you. Um, do you want to go first then? I feel like I've just <laughs> yeah, sure. screamed at you about filmmaking. <laughs> Would you have them? That's fine. Yeah. Um, in our last episode, we screamed at each other about filmmaking. So. It's true. Yeah, for for like so almost four hours. 
Yeah. Editing that was painful, man. Because, I like, bet, yeah. I just had to listen to you and I could hear how genuinely pissed off with me you was. <laughs> but, like, you were trying to. Because I was so drunk. <laughs> you wasn't, like. I think you was a little bit tipsy, but you wasn't anywhere near as drunk as me. I know. I, we were not on the same. I listened back to it no. as well and I'm like, I think I did well to stay as composed as I did. <laughs> but you was, you was trying so hard to talk about something you're genuinely passionate about <laughs> and genuinely love. And I'm just like. Nah, shit. <laughs> the thing that stood out to me was the fact that you were like, you went on for like 10 minutes about like some unrelated tech stuff that Apple have or do. And then oh, yeah. I'm like, so anyway, now to answer this question. And then you were just like, haha, shit. I was like, Nathan, I will fucking kill you. I think I made good points though. You did. I do. I feel like we both did, and I think every year it's going to be good for us to get this level of this this big cathartic row about filmmaking in general, yeah, um, out out of our system so that we can move forward with it. And speaking of which, first of all, I will recommend that people follow me on Letterboxd because I'm a big film Ooh, boy now. Yes. Um, so you can follow me at Cinema Nathan, which is my <laughs> my film box name. Uh, full disclosure. I, as a joke, like about like six <laughs> months ago, I made the film box account purely so I could annoy Lawrence. Um, and, and it was like satire, and I would just pretend to be like a cunty film boy. And, and I and I sent him a screenshot and saying like, "Is this you?" And, and he I went, never "Nope, don't it. know what you're talking about." Until just now, really. <laughs> uh, but but now I'm taking it. A li- well, not seriously, but you know, I'm I'm seeing. What- I don't. I still don't understand it. I still don't like it. I don't like anything about it. Um, but you know, you can. I'll I'll occasionally put on a little movie and, and... some of <laughs> some of my favorite Nathan reviews thus follows: um, Godzilla, Godzilla, King of Monsters, the greatest movie of all time. Yes. Doctor Who, The Church on Ruby Road. I love Doggy Who. <laughs> yes. The Flash, dog shit. Yes. And of course, it wouldn't be Nathan without After Sun, <laughs> the biggest pile of wank I've had the displeasure of watching. I stand by all of that, which because I wrote them like a week ago, so it'd be weird if I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I'm a different person since last week. <laughs> yeah, you're also on there. You're doing like a film a day for some weird reason. Nathan, we'll talk about that in in a minute. Is watching such exciting movies as Ratatouille. But anyway, my real recommendation this week, and I'm keeping it on topic, Lawrence. I'm actually going to recommend Ooh. a book. Which is uh, Star Wars: uh, A New Hope from a certain point of view. Um, now this came out for the 40th anniversary of A New Hope, um, and it's basically the story of Star Wars, but written from like other people's point of view, like in a scene. Like, uh, so it's it's the the movie, but like the opening scene, we'll see uh, we'll see the scene from like Captain Antony's perspective and, and his little backstory and what he thinks about the Empire coming onto a ship and everything like this. And it's just like oh, that's a series- cool. Yeah, it's just like a series of short stories all around this kind of stuff. Um, so it fleshes one... out what everyone else was up to kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. There's one absolutely heartbreaking one, which I I, I won't, like, spoil what happens. In the... Well, I guess, but, like, uh, there's there's one uh, set on Alderaan before it's, you know, um, and it's genuinely... A... Just no, just the regular normal day for them. Yeah, just a regular day. Um, but genuinely <laughs> an amazing short story. Um, and yeah, so it's a great little book. Uh, the book also revealed that um, uh, Tarkin and uh, TK421, the trooper who Luke um, took over, killed and took his armor, were uh, having an affair. So that's pretty cool. Oh, 
<laughs> right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> Just took me back to a James quote about Star Wars where it's like, if there's if there is a character in Star Wars, you better believe and bet with your fucking life that someone has fleshed out what they were up to doing stuff. <laughs> 100%, yeah. It is true. Yeah. Oh, God. That makes me laugh. <laughs> Um, so what, what was that called again? What was the title? Star of Wars aired from a certain point of view. They, there's three of them out, like one for each original trilogy movie. Each of them came out on the, the 40th anniversary of that movie. So Return of the Jedi like just came out last year. Um, but but yeah, it's uh, that's the New Hope version. And maybe you can guess what my next two recommendations will be. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we shall see. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, my recommendation this week uh, you already just gave it away which is why I hushed you Um, it's basically not anything specific but I do say in the intro it can be something we've done or experienced it doesn't have to be something uh, specific Mm. Um, but I have been and I honestly thought I would have failed it already by now but I haven't Um, Mm. I reckon you will fail at some point I I look Almost certainly, I will. And when fail you do, I'm going point. to be there to point and laugh at you. And <laughs> no, and to publicly humiliate yeah, me. I yeah. will publicly shame you. <laughs> no, Here's I'm... one thing. Here's one thing. All right, f- f- finish your thing first of all. All right, um, I, I'll, I'll be quick anyway. It's because it, it's not that interesting. I'm watching a movie every day. It's it's mm. it's like a little thing that I'm just assigning to myself, and I'm not being strict about it. It doesn't have to be a new movie every day. It can just be like today. I watched Star Wars, and I was like. I haven't got it in me to watch another movie, so I'm just going to be Star Wars. Um, I've seen some of them before, but I'm also trying to dig through some of the watch, some of my watch list stuff that I haven't seen. What have you um, watched so far? Uh, what classic you hits have you seen? I can tell you in order. All right, but, let's see how but... many of these shit movies I know. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, diary. Okay, uh, so from the first of January, I watched Cha Cha Real Smooth. Never heard um, of it. Sounds like a song. You have heard about it. Well, it is a song, and also you have heard about it because we've had a conversation about it before. Lawrence, come on. Yeah, I know that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is Priscilla. That was on the 2nd of Jan... Right, as I'm saying them, just count along the dates with me. Never heard right? of it. But you're adults, you can do it. Uh, Pretty Woman. I watched Pretty Woman. I know of Pretty Woman, and I have seen Pretty Woman. It's a very good movie. It's I enjoy good. Julia Roberts. She is very attractive. It's true. It, not a not a, not a a lie spoken. Um, Moonlight, I watched next. I've seen Moonlight. Barry Moonlight. Jenkins. Indeed, very, very Maher good movie. Charlie. I, I, that was a rewatch, but like the first time I watched Moonlight, I was think I was just like, I didn't get it. And then I never thought about Moonlight again. And I was like, yeah. I need to revisit that. And then I was like, oh no, I'm you really sad. Yeah, that, I, I, fucking, I shouldn't have let yeah. you have that window. I knew you were going to go there with it. <laughs> you naughty boy. Uh, Ratatouille. Um, Ratatouille, starring Patton Oswalt as Ratatouille. Ratatouille himself, um, yeah. and I can say that halfway through the movie, I went, "Who the fuck is this rat?" And I it's looked it up, and I went, uh, "No, well, no, it's Remy actually." But it's I um, Ratatouille. <laughs> that, that's the titular Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, then I watched Arrival, a movie I'd never seen. You never um, seen Arrival? Never seen Arrival. Yeah. Surely you jest. No, I'm ch- genuinely not. Yeah. You I, love Villeneuve's. I know, I do, but like, um, hang on, what did, how did you pronounce it? I did that purposefully. Okay. <laughs> I know it's Villeneuve. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I even said it when I made a little tweet about it. I'm trying to block out some, of, I'm trying to fill out some of my gaps in his stuff because I, I, everything I've ever seen that he's made, I've gone, that's great. Arrival's great, isn't it? Arrival, 
it's probably my favorite of the lot. Really like, good, yeah. Of, of the ones I've seen so far. Like it's just, I, and what I was in love with about Arrival is the way it got me halfway through and I was like, what, what is this? Yeah. And then at the end I was like, like in the final 15 minutes, I was just like, it ended tears streaming in my face. And I was like, was that, was that the greatest movie I've ever seen? Best Amy Adams performance, I reckon. Oh, yeah, I reckon so too. Mm. Yeah. And best Jeremy Renner being a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, what do you follow up Arrival with, Nathan? Whatever shit movie you watch next, I reckon. Well, obviously, it was Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Jane, no idea what the fuck it, that is. It's Paddington for mums, basically. All right, okay. Um, good movie. Had fun with it. Uh, then I watched Jackie, a movie I know you've seen and enjoyed, I think. Uh, Natalie Portman, Jackie Kennedy. Correct. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, good. Then yesterday, oh, I should have recommended just this in general. You will love this, I think, genuinely. Right. If you ever do watch it, um, it's an animated movie called Marcel the, uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. <laughs> All right. No, it's just it's just the life and you know i guess about a week in the life of this little shell who lives in a house but it's like it's shot in a way that it's all real it's real world elements and like a real house but then they've just kind of animated this little shell mm. that like goes about and does stuff and incredible and i was like what is this silly movie it's like an hour and 20 minutes and then i got like uh, again i get i guess i was like 20 minutes in and i was just like oh no i'm crying again and this is just a shell it's just a little <laughs> shell this made me cry Okay. And then today Sounds I watched weird. Star Wars. Anyway, that was supposed to be shorter than it was, but there's the list. There we go. Sounds Indeed. fun. What was that funny thing you were going to say? I I was going to say, stop doing it on Twitter. <laughs> no! I you get one or the other, all right? You can't have both, all right? <laughs> Until I get more followers on Letterboxd, no. <laughs> no, because you, you're doing this thread on Twitter and it's so annoying. I don't like Tough. it. Tough. Mute me. I, 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 no, I don't think but I did also, say But also, also... How do you? Because Letterboxd has a spoiler feature mm. where you can block it out if there's you know spoilers and you you have to like tap to reveal, but Twitter doesn't have that. So you're I'm just not spoiling anything. You're copying and pasting the exact same thing. Yeah, but no, I, I've done. I think I did it a bit differently for for some. I'm pretty sure I did it differently for. Um, no, nope, word for word. No, not every time. I know that it was every word. It was word for word, and then there was one that I didn't do it because it was a bit too much. Giveaway. I think but, you're um, wrong. I'm not wrong. I remember <laughs> writing these things. Oh, I think you're wrong. No, I won't stop doing them on Twitter because that's where most of my followers are. <laughs> All right, well. And that's that's what they love. They want that primo content. Anyway, fuck me. This has gone on um, for a while. Nathan, I don't know about you, but I yes. might do the outro now. I'd love that. Perfect. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. If you have enjoyed the show, then please feel free to leave us a little five-star review. It would be very much appreciated. You can do that on your podcast platform of choice, especially Apple, because you can write a little message there, which we'd love to uh, to read and just have a little grin to ourselves. Only um, Apple. Yeah, only Apple. Uh, you may have guessed this. Oh, we didn't name this series. Is this is this Star Wars Uary? Uh Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. You must be tired. I've got him to give in. <laughs> um, next week, we are going to be doing this. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. This is just the next one. <laughs> this is the yeah, next one of these. I um, love you. I know. There we go. <laughs> Very good. 
you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Another Happy Pod. That's where you'll get little post reminders for new episodes every single Friday at 10 a.m. It's also a place where you can suggest topics by using the link in our pinned tweet. We may do them. We may not. No promises. Uh, and also, Nathan, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but we have another podcast. Oh, yes, I'm very aware. It's called still, I don't know what that was. It's called Still <laughs> My Legs. It's our Doctor Who rewatch podcast where every week we watch and discuss an episode of Doctor Who. Join us along for this journey. We're coming to the end of Series 4 and having a bloody good time doing so. It's a lot of fun. So if you love Doctor Who, and more importantly, you love two idiots talking about things that don't matter about Doctor Who, then come join <laughs> us. Indeed. Um... Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. I guess we will. No, we will. Yeah. Wahoo, it's not Mario. I didn't say Oh, that. that's so right. Yeah, that's I felt that's, wrong, didn't it? The vibes were off because yeah. we didn't say it's not Mario. <laughs> happy 2024, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. Welcome back. Um, I will see you next week when the Empire strikes back. Oh, very good. Very nice. Anyway. <laughs> I love podcasts.